chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. When the crowd saw that neither Jesus nor his disciples were beside the sea, they themselves got into the boats and went to Capernaum looking for Jesus. When they found him on the other side of the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? Jesus answered them, Very truly, I tell you, you are looking for me not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill of the loaves. Do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For it is on him that God the Father has set his seal. Then they said to him, What must we do to perform the works of God? Jesus answered them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him who he has sent. So they said to him, What sign are you going to give us then that we may see it and believe you? What work are you performing? Our ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness as it is written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said to them, Very truly, I tell you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but it was my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven And gives life to the world. They said to him, Sir, give us this bread always. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never thirst. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. Let us pray. God, you have gathered us together here in this day, on this place, to hear your word. May it feed us and nourish us as your body, as your blood, nourishes us in the meal. You say you are the bread of life, that when we come to you, we will never hunger or never thirst. Dear God, may this word, your word, satisfy the needs of our bodies, our souls, and our spirits. All these things we ask in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. When I was learning to drive, I remember that my dad was normally the one who would have to be my navigator. You know, as a as a kid riding around in the back seat of the car, you never really pay attention to where you're going. You just know that you get in the car, you go somewhere, and you get there, and everything goes okay. But then, you know, as you get older and you have to learn to do these things for yourself, you start to pay a little bit more attention to where you're going and what you're doing. I knew the way around the little neighborhood where I lived, you know, living right off the main road. I knew how to get to the church. I knew how to get to the school. I knew how to get to town, to the grocery store. But when we would drive off a little bit further into the next town over back roads that I'd never taken before, I had to rely on someone to tell me how to get there, and it was normally my dad. Oftentimes, he wouldn't give me a turn-by-turn direction of how to get there, but he'd say, follow the signs. Come up here and turn on, you know, I don't know, Bob Bergen Road and make a left at the next sign. Pay attention to the speed limit sign because it changes right through there and there's normally a patrolman that sits there waiting on you. (laughs) Pay attention to the signs. And we see signs everywhere. 
along the side of the road at houses who are promoting yard sales, at schools as they promote, you know, a vacation that's coming up, a teacher work day or some school event like a, a basketball game, a football game, something that the kids are doing that the community would like to know and is invited and welcome to participate in. Signs that are advertisements for fast food places, for gymnasiums, uh, recycling initiatives, things that they're meant to give us information or, or solicit our time or our money. Commercials on televisions, or there's signs that pop up between the 5 o'clock news or during Jeopardy or Will of Fortune that are also looking for our time, our money, our resources. In our gospel lesson from John this morning, the crowds followed a sign. It says so in verse, I don't lose it. Ah, I lost it. Anyhow, early on, it says so that, <laughs> maybe there is something wrong with me. It says so that they saw the, they saw the signs and they followed him across the sea. But then Jesus says to them, you didn't come to me because you saw signs. You came to me because you ate your fill of the loaves. But isn't that a sign? They saw something. It caught their attention and they followed it. So they went there. What's going on? Earlier in our chapter, chapter 6, from last week, our reading... A large crowd was following him because they saw the signs that he was doing for the sick. Again, they saw what he was doing. They wanted in on it and they followed him. They followed the sign, but something doesn't add up. And that's why Jesus tells them, you didn't follow me because you saw a sign. You followed me because of what you could get. They saw something in his miracles that pointed to Jesus' ability to do great things, and they thought they knew who he was because he could do all these great and powerful things. He was the prophet who had been spoken of, who would release the people from their bondage. Remember last week they wanted to make him their king. You don't do that to someone unless you see something in them. You see a sign or a wonder or a work at work in them. like we talked about last week they wanted to do all these things for the wrong reasons and again just like last week the crowd didn't fully pay attention to the signs that Jesus was giving them they saw it but they misread it they didn't slow down and the patrolman called them a little bit later on they missed the sign of the miracle and kept driving past it, if you will, until they reached a dead end where all they could do was hope to find a place to turn around, to backtrack, to go to Jesus and say, what's going on? So when Jesus withdrew from them, the crowd chasing the answer to all of their life's problems followed him across the sea and across the lake. When we see a sign on the side of the road or for an event going on at a nearby church, a community, the flyers we have posted up about the backpack school supply drive or for the charity motorcycle ride next two weeks. We see these signs and they tell us a little bit about who's putting something together. 
what's going on, and who's invited. So they say something about what's going on. If it comes from a school or, you know, a church, odds are they're having a fundraiser for an event for the kids for new technology, for school supplies for a ball game. We get the time frame of what's going on. Information. But then, you know, there's always that little thing that we may not always pay attention to. It's about who's expected to come. A sign for a community blood drive would target people of the appropriate age and health to be able to donate blood. A sign for a live concert, a presentation on health care policies, on tax code, would target certain people. Maybe not everyone. Here we have the sign of the loaves. Jesus pointed to God who had called the people together on the hillside to hear and be with Jesus. Who had provided the wheat and the water, the labor to make the bread and the fish that were caught and provided for the meal. God had pulled all these people together through the ministry of Jesus and through creation provided the meeting place where they were fed. God organized this event. And what went on, they heard Jesus' preaching and then they were fed. And in being fed, Jesus pointed to the kingdom of God, the new reality that he brings as the word made flesh. This kingdom... God's kingdom is one of abundance and nourishment, a kingdom of rest and sustenance. Through Jesus, God cares for our every need and prepares a place for us in his presence where he is the source of our nourishment, of our care. But what else? What, what else goes on? Jesus indicates who would be welcome to this banquet, to this kingdom. By inviting everyone to sit down. And inviting everyone to sit down and not telling some to leave, Jesus says that the things that I come to do for you, to bring you, are for each and every one of you. The resources of the kingdom of God are abundant. Abundant enough to reach even outside of our imagination. And they show that God's kingdom is present where we are, inviting us to sit and partake. It's available to everyone who follows the signs that God, through the Holy Spirit, has placed in our lives in Jesus. And we see signs all around us. The baptismal font is a sign of our shared baptism in Christ Jesus, where we place water to death make the sign of the cross on our head to remember with all of these crosses the death and resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. They point to the love of God. The banners, the signs that you have hanging in your sanctuary 
night in which he was betrayed, where Jesus gave his body and blood to his disciples. Even the flags in our sanctuary remind us not only of the state and the nation that they represent, but that everything in our world owes its creation and its service to God. The flowers on the altar are a sign of the new spring, the new life that comes with the resurrection of Jesus. Even this robe is a sign of our baptism. Remember, as we are washed in the blood of the Lamb, we come out dazzling white as snow, clean and pure. The stole that a pastor wears is a sign of the yoke of Christ placed upon the church. We have signs all around us. But what do they point to? How do our lives act as signs? How are we signs that show our neighbors who are cold, who are naked, who are hungry, who are thirsty, that you are cared for, that you are loved by God? That we are called to be a sign that points to the love and the grace and the mercy of Jesus in providing them for their needs, in comforting and comforting our neighbors in their grief, using the gifts of the Spirit that Paul talked about in our second lesson from Ephesians today to comfort the sick, to spread the gospel of Christ crucified and risen teach and to nurture young people to equip one another as saints in the ministry of God we are signs that point to the lamb who was slain who died was buried and rose again on the third day that all of us may share in this kingdom in this feast that Jesus prepared for them on the countryside that's the sign that we follow. Not that we gain anything, but that God loves us so much that we share in his peace. That we invite others to share in that peace. When we act as signs for Jesus Christ, we point others to the bread of life, to the cup of salvation, to God's wholeness, God's healing, God's care for all of us. We point beyond ourselves, beyond our own time, to a Savior, to the need of Jesus. We need to be fed by the bread of life. We need to be fed by the body and blood of Jesus because in that, we and all of creation can never hunger or thirst again. Jesus himself is the sign, the God-made flesh, who points us to our own future, to our own humanity, to the love of God, to us as people who are loved, who are cherished, who are redeemed by a loving and a gracious God. Jesus is the sign 
that points out the life we have as children of God. Blessed and raised to new life through his resurrection. Jesus is the sign that says, come and eat. As he pours out his own body and blood for us. That we too may have eternal life. Jesus, like the manna in the wilderness that the Israelites shared, grumbling and complaining to go back to a land of slavery as they may have done, God provides for them their need just as Jesus provides for us God's gift of love and support. Even as we in our own sin plead to go back to a land, to a time, to a state of being where we are lost in sin. In death. Because it's comfortable. Because it's familiar. No, Jesus comes to us in spite of our own sinful desires. And calls us to come and believe on him. To eat of his body. To drink his blood. To be strengthened in the presence of of Almighty God. He comes and never leaves us, but remains in our presence as a sign of God's love and forgiveness for all sinners, for each and every one of us, for our neighbors, for people we have never met or will ever meet. Jesus, our sign, says, Come, eat the bread of life. Drink from the cup of salvation and rest in the promise that all is made new in Christ Jesus, our Lord and our Savior. Amen.